Welcome to the Creative Tools podcast. My name is Ashay and I'm immensely passionate about using technology for creativity. On this podcast, I talk to various creators about what tools and technology they use to be creative. My guest today is Navina Vijayan. Navina is a lifestyle reporter and illustrator. She creates stories, be it through words or sketches. As a journalist covering art, culture and food, she is constantly converting her experiences into sentences that readers can consume. Crafting a story is an elaborate process that she gladly repeats week after week, even after nine years in the field. Meanwhile, her illustrations, which were featured in Handmade magazine, a business magazine for artisan entrepreneurs, are tiny memoirs of moments that many might consider insignificant, like watching television, chopping vegetables, or making tea. It's her way of appreciating the ordinary. Hey, Navina, thanks for visiting my podcast. No, thank you. It's my pleasure. So let's dive right in. My first question is, what do you create? So on a daily basis, I create uh, feature articles and profile stories. And I also do watercolor illustrations and digital illustrations. Oh, that's great. Uh, Has your work uh, been always digital or it is also something that you can hold in your hand? Um. I basically transitioned to digital illustrations just last year. Um, Until then, it was all watercolor and acrylic uh, paintings. But then uh, one of my friends gave me like a Wacom tablet and pen, which I didn't use for four years until I joined um, uh, uh, an illustration course at Visual Arts Passage. And that sort of pushed me. And that's been a life changer Hmm. using Photoshop. Yeah. So you use a Wacom tablet to draw and then which software do you use to draw in Photoshop? So uh, it all, it starts with a basic sketch on a Moleskine sketchbook. And then I use a scanner to scan the sketch. And then I use my, and then I pull it up on Photoshop. And then I use the Wacom tablet and pen to edit it or to develop the sketches. Ah, nice. Okay, great. So, um, what I want to talk about in this interview are three phases. Um, so what happens before you start creating? Uh, what happens during your creation? And what happens after your creations are done? And then let's talk about your articles and uh, paintings both uh, in this scenario. Um, so let's talk about the pre-creation part. So before you create uh, something, before you write or before you uh, draw, um, how do you record your inspiration and how do you retrieve it right. when you want to create? Okay. So for writing, I still am a little old school in the sense I use a notebook and a pen to record all my ideas. Um, I have like a separate column on a daily basis notes where I record all the ideas. Maybe there'll be like 20 ideas per day, but I usually look at them at the end of the day or the next day morning and most of the ideas are just junk and then two of them maybe are great and these ideas go to my Trello board. So I have, I maintain a Trello board with just three columns 
one is for pitches that is ideas and then the second one is i obviously work with the editor so it has to get approved so once it gets approved it's in process and then published hmm. and so that is that is the recording process for me with respect to writing but this is for my published the works that are published in newspaper and magazines apart from that for for um i do like a lot of personal projects like it can be you know like coming up with a book that's very personal say for my husband's birthday and that is not like an overnight process like for example it could be something like you know like 50 things that he said as a gift for his birthday right um and that requires like me to be present every time he talks but also have a tool to record it as and mm-hmm. one as and when i want to record it and i use keep for that on my phone mm. keep app so that that can go on for like a year so i have all the ideas up there and i just pull it out and sift through and make the book um the third one like the paintings and sketches mm-hmm. um mostly i do sketches live on location so no tools required i just like paint it but otherwise i take photos of them and just keep them as a record in a separate folder on my photo album in my photo album so this is i mean all of what you just said is recording uh, inspiration but yeah. has it ever happened to you that you recorded something and then the actual use of it was like months later or years later so the moment of oh, yes. creation and the inspiration hitting are separated by like years in between so then if that is the case how do you remember that you have recorded something 2 years ago and how do you retrieve it at that time right that's an interesting question so with respect to sketches i think um i keep saving whatever i get inspired by while just scrolling say instagram hmm. i just put it in a saved folder hmm. and i might not look at um, look at it for like years like 2 hmm. years 3 years and then there have been times when i am painting something and i know that i have similar something stored somewhere because i was inspired by it so then i go back and look at it but that is but, only based on your memory like uh, that's only based on my okay. memory it doesn't okay. come up and inspire me to create yeah, right no, okay yeah it doesn't i rely on my memory for that and how about for your articles for my articles the same thing like there are there are pictures that i have written like some 6 months ago that I haven't gotten to yet hmm. but i know that at times when the workload is a little less i might pull up the story and i'll start working on it but there's no like an organized system for it yet hmm. so i mean i was talking to a woodworker a few days ago and then he mentioned that um he has this discipline of like every single night before going to bed uh instead of scrolling social media he scrolls what he saved uh <laughs> every single night awesome. and yeah. and uh, and that kind of helps him uh be in the zone of creativity and just uh, create some some fresh ideas in his head or something that he has stored like maybe 2 years ago he looks at it and then it it kind of kindles rekindles yeah. the the idea in his head and then he yeah. can create it the next day yeah. um so do you follow some cadence like that uh, yeah so um with respect to my writing work like on thursdays we have 
an elaborate meeting with my i have an elaborate meeting with my editor like a mm. uh, like a team meeting mm. where we are supposed to give pitches mm. what we are working on and stuff and obviously for that meeting i can't prepare like an hour before the meeting so i have mm. all these ideas stacked up so i go through them every thursday so okay yeah but still there are few that are just in the back burner because it's maybe it's too elaborate and maybe it's you know i can't get to it right now hmm. but yeah and, i do I, yeah i do i do revise them now and you mentioned that you note them in your notebook first and then move them to trello yes so the ideas that you uh, are going through in your thursday meeting are basically your trello pitches or yes. your okay yeah because the notebook pitches they will just get lost right like correct exactly that's you right yeah. so the notebook pitches i review them every evening mm. and or the next morning because otherwise it's gone correct yeah. yeah exactly so i mean you you do the notebook to trello translation i think with a discipline yeah. uh, set discipline and then the trello to in process or in published is something that will may take months weeks yes. years whatever okay yeah Right. Yeah, because there's no due date. Like, if I put a due date, maybe I would get to it. But yeah, I don't. Right, right, right. Okay, great. Um. So now let's talk about the creation part, like actually creating uh, stuff. So, uh, what tools and technology do you use to create your stuff? Like, now you know you have to create something from your inspiration. How do you go about it? Yeah. So again, with my articles, it might be a story pitch like. i don't know uh, a profile of a person who does say christmas christmas themed nail art as random as that so um i only write a pitch once i find such a person in the city because then it's doable right like i find that and i i write it as a potential idea for a holiday story hmm. so from there um the process starts in the sense i go about getting in touch um via facebook or social media and then i arrange for an interview session and it's most mostly i try to make it in person but otherwise it's zoom or phone call hmm. and i i record it using a recorder a voice recorder and once it's recorded i uh, put it up on auto and uh, it's automatically transcribed hmm. for me um and ready to be written and i write all my articles on google docs hmm. and um and even edit it on google docs so that's the and then it's i send it to my editor for a you know final look so that's the entire creation process for my articles uh so for that like i think this is kind of like a trello workflow within a trello workflow <laughs> so <laughs> right uh, because when the when you are one of the articles in in your in progress column yeah then that in progress is the workflow that you were just talking about yes um okay so the voice recorder that you use that is that like a device that you use to record voice does it only yes. record voice or does it do something else it only records voice i mean you can replay the recording hmm. in the recorder but i hardly use it for that 
I just record the voice. But then that's for in-person meeting. I understand for Zoom call and others. How do you? For Zoom call also, I just put it on loud and just record it. For phone interviews, I put it on speaker and just record using uh, water. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because there have been. Yeah, sorry. And then for you use Otter to transcribe it later. Yeah. I thought Otter could join a Zoom meeting and then. Yeah. Uh, Otter could join a Zoom meeting, but so Zoom is just like maybe like one in. 20 oh okay okay yeah so i've never really bothered to even check how to (laughs) yeah okay yeah okay um and then when you uh when you upload your recording to let's say otter so so that means your voice recorder has the file the audio file the audio file you need to take it out of that put it in your computer then upload it to otter and then transcribe. Is that yes. correct? Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And then does it go directly to Google Docs or you have to copy paste the text to? I have to copy paste the text. Yeah. Okay. And with auto, I somehow I felt that it sort of um, understands the male voices better than female voices. <laughs> Especially the more shrill it gets, the hmm. more, yeah, the more inaccurate it gets. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So then... Obviously, it takes time for me to take all that text, put it up, and then go through yeah. uh, the whole thing. So, right. but it's it's been a game changer in the sense of um, a, a thirty-minute interview before used to take me like two hours to transcribe, mm. right. but now it's just like five minutes. Right, right. And the questions that you ask during these interviews, uh, do you already have a structure for it, like yeah. a template? I usually have a structure for it. Um, and that involves like a lot of, I do like a lot of research work before I ask the questions. The only why I do that is because most, most of the people I interview, there is stuff already on social media that people hmm. know about them. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So once I know all that, then I can get like other stuff hmm. that people don't know about them. So has your uh, written uh, creations always been interviews of folks or something else as well? Um, they've been interviews and there has been, uh, I've done event coverages, book launches, um, experience-based um, copies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then this research that you just mentioned that you do, uh, what's your method to record all of that? Um. So I start with a simple Google search. I just like put in the subject and then I start a Google um, doc sheet and then just like laid out in points. And then after I laid, after I lay out the whole thing, then I sort of do like some sort of scaffolding, like maybe do it like a five para story. Hmm. So I have like a, like a theme for one paragraph and like three points under. So that gives it a structure. Though, it's not nece- I don't have to necessarily follow it, but it gives a structure for me to start. With. And this structure you already have before you talk to the person? No, I have it after I talk. I only have like basic, basic talking points. Say okay. if it's a business, I, I know that I'm going to talk about like when the business was started, like what do they do and all that. And then I delve into their personal life. Hmm. And then a little about, I don't know, like, you know, like just expand it a bit. Hmm. Yeah. But usually I felt that all these interviews, even 
if you just go with these three talking points, you get like a lot more that you mm-hmm. can expect. So there's no use preparing beforehand. Mm-hmm. And uh, how about the 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 drawings and paintings that you that you do? Uh, what's the process for that? Um, as I said, I usually um, just sketch it live, or I take a photo and 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 I sketch it, and then it goes through the whole scanning and editing process. And scan you scan with your phone or something else? No, I, I have a scanner. Oh, you have a scanner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I scan it, and um, I. So the, the, the best thing about Photoshop I felt is you can create textures. So I sort of like um, scan and keep um, textures. So it could be like a, like a crumpled uh, mm. paper towel. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yes, yes, yeah. I do that too. Like I, yeah. I just like save textures in- Yeah, uh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> yeah, or if I, if I find like some old brownish paper, yeah, 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 yeah. scan it and keep. For you. you have no idea how many paper textures I have. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's awesome. It just changes the whole uh, yeah. sketch. Yeah. But then you find these textures uh, somewhere or uh, you make them? No. Uh, no, I usually just find them. Or, okay. or say if I like see a fabric and I really like the texture, I just like, okay, let me just keep it for future. Right, right. So then for saving these textures, do you take pictures of them? Uh, like if you find something, like, let's, let, let, let's say a fabric, like physical fabric, you saw it in front of your eyes. Yeah. You take a picture of the picture of it? Uh, no, I just like keep it next to my scanner. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I, and then you scan the texture, is it? I scan it, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, not photos. Hmm. Yeah, I, I remember... Uh, uh, I was visiting like a temple in India uh, many, many years ago. And um, there was this wall, uh, like an old temple wall, which was, there was like moss on it. And then there was like uh, uh, some, it, it was kind of like damp and wet. Yeah. But the texture was so beautiful that I basically just took like a high-res photo of it yeah. and, and then just saved it on my on I my know. machine server. So it's yeah. it's amazing yeah. uh, how much. And then I also ha- I also found like some old family photos. Yeah. Um, you remember those like the black albums that yes. you get? In it? Yeah, and there'll be like this brownish thing at the back. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 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 I also found like some photos which were like hand colored by my. My, my dad i mean oh. the black and white photos yeah uh, apparently in earlier days uh, you used to get like a color to color them like you can oh. uh, you don't have to do, take a color pic, color photo because there was no color photo so you yeah. take a black and white photo and then you color the photo like really? if if the sari was like red then you get like a red photo color and then you color it out wow okay i did not <laughs> know that <laughs> amazing yeah Um, yeah. anyway great so now let's uh go to the post actually uh, yeah this will be discussed in the post creation part so in uh, for the post creation how do you release how do you distribute and how do you market your creations and when i say release i mean release from you like uh, uh, now you are not going to make any changes to it like that kind of release yeah so how do you do that so with my writings it's uh since I work for a company, it's pretty set. The system is set. So right. I give it to my uh, editor who like goes through it. And if there are any changes, comes back and then I edit it. 
And then uh, it's me, like I upload it into the CMS platform hmm. that the company uses. Hmm. Um, so then that's that. So I just upload it on the platform with all the SEO columns and stuff. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so the, the, the writing part, that's it. So the, the article is gone from my hands after that. Hmm. Uh, but once it's published, I do um, now as a, like it's, again, for the company, I, I shrink it to like 30 second videos on TikTok um, just to get more viewership. And I also post them on Insta stories. Um, and How do you make videos of your articles? I didn't understand. So I take script that I have written hmm. and then I sort of like make it into like a five to six liner. Hmm. Yeah, just compress it into a six liner article. Um, and then I do like a TikTok video of it. So you speak in front speak. of you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sometimes I use the green screen and then I have the the uh, the screenshot of the article in the back. Hmm. Or sometimes I just, um, I speak and then I use stickers or like, you know, photos of whatever I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that is a very recent thing because um, I don't know, like our company felt that that's the only way to connect to youngsters hmm. and have them clicking on our website. Um, and then for these videos, you also have a link as a sticker uh, to, I mean, for your article in the, uh, in the TikTok video. Actually, no, we don't. It's just sort of to build, um, you know, like a, like keep telling them that this is new West, new West record. I mean, you know, the company that I work for. So they know that new West record is doing this articles and then they might go and look for it because I don't know if TikTok has like a, but then, so then from the video, how would they reach uh, what you are trying to tell them? The hope is that they would Google New West Record. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, because it's just a glimpse of the article, like we'll see that the voting guide. Okay, this mm. is a voting guide, but to know the whole story. You got to go to the New Westminster record. I should, I should start following you on TikTok. Like I, I just got like TikTok account yesterday. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the interface. Uh, it's, it's real. It's a pain editing the. <laughs> Uh, that's what i was going to ask you actually like when you make these videos you make them in tiktok itself or yes. you make them outside and then bring them into tiktok um no i actually record on tiktok because okay. yeah with the green screen you need to be on it uh -huh. yeah uh -huh. yeah and also the recording also it's not a big problem but to add the text and uh, set the duration it's it's a pain right Right. Yeah. Uh, text for what? Uh, just transcription? Not transcription. So there are there's a captions option. Right. Right on. But right. Uh, also like when you are um, say for example, I'm talking about the voting guide for mm. for the city, um, and I have sentences like um, uh, so the general voting day is on October 15th, and uh, you know you have to carry your voters card and ID or whatever. When I as I'm talking, I also have on the screen like October 15th. Uh, you know, 2022. Oh, it's okay. like a highlight points. Interesting. 
So, I mean, the highlight points from your uh, speech itself, that's yes. what you're saying. Uh, yeah. And you want that on the screen. Yeah. And then it, it must be a headache to <laughs> add that there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Completely yeah. get it. Yeah. Especially to do it on like a small screen of your phone. It's even worse. Yeah. Uh, not, not just because of that, but TikTok has this weird thing where, so you have the video shot mm. and then you're adding the text, uh, the, you know, the, the text. Uh-huh. Now, as you are, you type the text and as you're typing the text, the video is going on, like uh-huh. it doesn't pause. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, and then do you keep a record of all of this somewhere? Like whatever you have written, uh, whatever you have recorded for TikTok, like do, is it possible for you to keep a record of it in a spreadsheet? or something like that yeah so that's that's my published the, the trello board third column so i have it for every month so september i have all mm. the articles published and all the tiktoks that i have uh put but out. wait a second but then uh, on each trello card you can add a link to your tiktok video or something like yes. that yeah oh okay that's what you do yeah okay. tiktok i can add the link to the tiktok i can add the link to the article that's published yeah and then i just archive it okay Ah, interesting. Um, okay, and then for your uh, drawings and paintings, what do you do? Drawings and paintings, it's it's mostly once I'm done with the painting. Since there are no deadlines, I just take my own sweet time to do it. Right. Um, I only just put them on Instagram, on my Instagram grid as posts. But that's about it. Sometimes they get printed and they are framed, mm. and then I just put them on the wall. But other than that, it's just on Instagram. And do you use any uh, publishing schedulers or something like that uh, for Instagram or you just publish whenever you whenever. Yeah, feel like publishing? Yeah. Mm. Uh, how about the post text and hashtags? Do you uh, take any effort in figuring out what hashtag you should use? Um, I have like a set, uh, a collection of hashtags that I use mm. for all my, all my sketches. But apart from that, I also add like one or two based on the theme, like what I've painted. And where do you keep those? Those hashtags? It's just, like... in, a, that's, it's just in a notepad. I mean, a sticky note on my laptop. Uh, sorry, it's on a it's on keep on my phone. Not ah, okay. Phone. Okay. So yeah. you just basically copy the text and then paste it. Yeah, just copy uh, it and paste it. That's it. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Is Instagram the only place you post your drawings? Yes, yeah, but um, I'm also like um, working on the on an Etsy page, so I might post there. But yeah, that's just in the works. Working on what page? I didn't understand. Etsy, like I'm planning to post. Oh, Etsy, Etsy. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay Etsy. Um, what is the biggest challenge you face in your creation process? Um, with my writings, it's the deadlines. Because working for a news publication, the turnaround time is like the, it's a very short window. Even mm. if it's even if it's like you are uh, interviewing a person and knowing about trying to know its entire life, mm. you got to turn the story around in two days. So um, that's a big big challenge. Um, um, but apart from the time limit. Yeah, I think that would be the biggest. Are there any creative blockers? Like, do, do you feel, do you feel lonely, or do you feel like you you have creative block sometimes? And how do you get oh, out yeah. of it? Yes. So, 
yes, I do feel, especially when I'm writing a longish feature that's like 3000 words, um, or even like a profile where you need to capture the essence of that person in the first paragraph, because hmm. that's it. Like that's where you hook the reader in. Hmm. And sometimes it's really difficult to start a story. Hmm. So what I do is I, I have this pen. So I have like a notepad and a, and a pen. Like I, I use only this pen, like for everything. Hmm. And I also journal every day. So I have, when you journal, obviously you kind of de-stress, right? And you don't worry about how it's going to come out. You don't mm. worry about how, how you're going to, what you're going to write. Mm. So whenever I have a creative block, I just start writing with my hand instead of on Google Docs. Oh, okay. And that, yeah, that helps. You, you may write like two pages or three pages, but at the end you have the content for the intro. I didn't understand. Why would that help you? Uh, like writing by it's, hand? So for me, I think, when writing a story, there, there are just like a, it's almost like all these thoughts are rushing in, all mm. these sentences are rushing in to come on top, right? Mm. So writing with hand sort of like helps me quieten, quieten my mind. Ah, I understand what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, and get into that flow. Um, it kind of inherently forces you to be slow and organized. Yes. Uh, to, so that, so that you don't, so you actually don't want to be productive at that time. Like you don't want to do yes. typing. Yeah. You, you, you want to be, uh, you, you want to organize your thoughts and you want some external stimulus to help you organize your yes. thoughts. And that's what your writing will provide you. Okay. Yeah. And it's also very, uh, very non-judgmental writing. When you're <laughs> writing with hand, right? Because it's like journaling. Nobody's going to see your journal. <laughs> So okay, your okay. mind just becomes free and yeah. So I do that very, very often. Interesting. That's very yeah. uh, interesting to hear. Um, how has uh, digital technology impacted your creation process? Um, for writing, I think author has been a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, with respect to illust- illustrations, um, Photoshop too, like... Um, I can always go back and change whatever I want, make an eye bigger or smaller. And um, also with the textures, like watercolor can only do that this much, like on paper, but mm. then Photoshop can take it to another level. Um, mm. I feel, yeah. Uh, I really feel that what digital technology has given creators is uh, the power to make a choice rather than a decision. Because um, earlier, when everything was analog, um, you uh, the art was inherently destructive. So if you put like a stroke of paint on the canvas, and if you wanted to try some different version of it, you had to uh, either destroy it or keep it aside and use another canvas. Yes. But but so so you had to make a decision of color you had to imagine and make a decision before you even touch your canvas with yes. your brush um so, but- so well put. yeah that's exactly it and also i feel to see things more clearly like especially with writing because you have so many thoughts so many things going on and to mm. have a platform where you can just you know wake up and then see what you are what stage you are in that's a relief. So let me ask you uh, an interesting question. So um, 
I understand that uh, writing by hand gives you an ability to slow down, quieten your mind, and then organize your thoughts. But if there was something like I, I have seen like so many uh, ads on Instagram or something like that, where you, uh, where there are AI powered tools now to even generate text. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not saying you would necessarily just generate your article with AI-powered tools, but if those tools would give you some starting point, would that be helpful to remove your creative block? Um, at this point, maybe it will change later, but at this point, no, because I feel like even for Photoshop, right? Like there are, there are certain things that you can do uh, automate it like hmm. i don't know like gradients maybe hmm. like you hmm. don't have to do it with your pen you can just yeah, yeah. choose that yeah. and i don't like choosing that like i want to do it with my hand because hmm. i feel like this still should be it it should all be done by you hmm. which might be a mental block right hmm. because it's, it might be more efficient if you're using the technology but yeah, yeah you you hate defaults yes. <laughs> i really i really do yeah i mean one thing that i do whenever i start like any word doc either it, it could be on a word processing software on my machine or in google docs first thing i do is i change the font <laughs> <laughs> i hate default fonts like i, I oh, don't... <laughs> okay. um, because because where if I if I'm just writing in the default font, it feels it doesn't feel my work. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. so I want to change the default one. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, do you use any automations or process improvements for your creations? Have you done uh, and not necessarily automations, but like even templates? Like, do you huh. create your own templates for something and then you, you reuse them? Yeah, I do that on Photoshop a lot. Like. For example, I'm um, say I'm doing a sketch of two hands holding something. Hmm. I would just save the hands hmm. for like future two hands holding something. Hmm. 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 I've done that a lot. And I've done like, you know, like the common things like trees. Hmm. You don't have to sketch it every time you do hmm. it, but you hmm. might edit it a bit. So I do that. But for uh, writing, not much. I like every article is like from scratch new uh i'm not saying necessarily the content of it but like in general like a mental template of okay how i'm going to go about it or what how i would sh i would put a structure around it like do you use any templates for that um not really okay. yeah though with interviews as i told you i always start with like what are they doing doing now and mm. then go back to their history because then mm. they get a little comfortable talking mm. about what they're doing now. And then, yeah. So that, there's a general structure like that, but yeah. Uh, a quick question about your TikTok videos. So uh, what's the schedule for your TikTok videos? Do, does it depend on when the article gets published? No, it's like a set once a week. Even though the article is uh, not published you would so i have like so tiktok is not 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 necessarily newsy right so it's it's more like evergreen articles hmm. that are turned to tiktoks so it could be like i would have done a story on say like a like a turkish mosaic video like hmm. two months ago but i would pull that story and then convert it into a tiktok and then put it up 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it it is not necessarily only for the articles that are recently published. It no. could you could reuse like some old published articles as well to publish articles. Yeah. Ah, okay, got it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and with the tools and technology that you see around you right now, what's your vision for your creations? Like, do you do you see yourself do creating in a different manner in future? Um, I think with my writing, I would like to be more organized uh, when it comes to like the the whole process from ideation to publishing. Because mm. right now it, it it does feel like a little random because mm. you know I just pick something and then I write something and mm. then I yeah and then I'm pressed to take an, another thing. So I feel like I have less choice in what I choose to write. Mm. Um, that. Def there's definitely scope for improvement there hmm. um even for even for illustrations i feel this there's more organization it would be better hmm. uh, and uh, last question so uh, i asked you like do you feel creative block do you feel lonely but do you feel at any point in time uh, in your creations maybe tiktok drawings or articles do you feel you need some kind of companion uh with you to help you get through it and companion doesn't necessarily mean a human being i'm just saying like some some kind of help uh right. that you need hmm. um or do uh, or do or do you enjoy it being a solitary pursuit that's my question um i would say if there is, if I need a companion, it would be like on in the review stage, because there's obviously as creators we have constant doubt, right? Mm. Like, is it something that people correct? Want? Something people will appreciate. So I don't know. Like, if there is someone I can go to and just ask, so how would is this? Is this what people are looking for? Like, would this do good? Um, that would be very very <laughs> helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly why uh, I mentioned right the the decision and choice thing. So, uh, by default, as a creator, I don't necessarily know if what I'm doing is right or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so if if someone could present me a choice, uh, and because choosing is easier than making a decision. Right? Yeah. So, so you so if you have a choice in front of you, then it's easier to choose. Yeah. Um, Anyway, great. Uh, it was great talking to you, Ravina. Thanks a lot for visiting my podcast. No, thank you for the opportunity um, to make me think about my own work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you are a creator, I would love to talk with you. Please connect with me through my website or social media. See you in the next episode.